Sports bet BS hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me punters group. Me mate Dave, I reckons he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sports Bet's Bet with Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1 800 858 858. On SEN, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and David Taggart. Welcome, everybody. Caulfield Cup Day here in Melbourne. Wherever you are around the country, the state, or the great city of Melbourne, uh, we welcome you to the Odds Couple this morning. Thanks to Sportsbet, great supporters of ours here at the Odds Couple. Um, and the other part uh, of that Odds Couple is David Taggart. Good morning to you. Uh, good morning, Simon. Paddy, it's great to be here I today. Just Paddy yet. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry, I forgot who's, who's in control here. Skip. But anyway, it is great. I'm up and about. Caulfield Cup Day. Playing at home again. Can't get better than this. You just and said you weren't going to have a bet in the Caulfield Cup. I'm an avid... No, I won't be. But I'm an avid uh, racing supporter. And it's, and it's just going to be a spectacle. Just like the Everest. I won't be having a bet in that either. And it's dead set on Australian not to have a bet in the Caulfield Cup. Yes. Oh, well, I'm half German, so I'll get away with it. Oh, dearie, dearie. Oh, talking of Australian, uh, one of the fam- most famous schools in Australia is Melbourne Grammar. Uh, there on St Kilda Road, takes its uh, its pretty place there on the hill, and one of its favourite sons is Big Paddy, who joins us this morning. Good morning, Paddy. Thank you, Scoob. Thank you, Tags. You're allergic to fun, Tags. You don't want to. Uh, now there's other, there's other. You know, you know, there's other races there today. Are. There are. Speaking of other races, I I have to get it off my chest. Alligator blood last week was the the sickest thing I've ever experienced. Uh, <laughs> I think you know I was on Alligator Blood. Uh, You're not the only I one. I could hear you laughing from uh, all the way from the studios. I mate. wasn't that laughing, was mate. One for the sick beat file if I've ever seen it. But, no, we push forward. Big Dave Racing, Caulfield Cup, Everest. You know the rest. Giddy up. Um, Paddy, just on the giddy up and getting something off our chest, uh, you, you are meant to be live and exclusive to us each Saturday morning. Did I hear your dulcet tones on another program on this station yesterday? No, I was just just, just filling in, mate. Just doing a little uh Sorry? Off the cuff little uh sports uh, bet. Uh, just cross punch, and punched that, out a little bit of prime it. time, didn't you, eh? Yeah. No, 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 no. The drive here, program my, my, with Andy and uh, Andy and Bob. Uh, my heart stays here. To wear the flannelette shirt that the boys had on yesterday. I didn't, have I didn't Friday. I didn't. Andy was rolling a little bit of a limp. I, I forgot to ask him. I, I don't know what was going on. Andy's got one leg shorter than the other, unfortunately. Huh. Mm. You didn't know that, Paddy. No, I didn't know that. <laughs> I, 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 he might have run the Melbourne Marathon or something. but That's why he's got one leg shorter than the other. He favoured his right and it's, he's just worn it out. Well, well there we have it. Yeah. Is that enough? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Danny O'Brien's joining us uh, out of the news this morning. We've got to have a chat to, to Danny. He's got a, a real live chance in the Caulfield Cup this afternoon with... Uh, with Vow and Declare, so uh, we look forward to, to to chatting to Danny. You're looking at me in amazement there, no, David. No, Would no. you like to say something? He's a chance in the in the Caulfield t- Cup, Vow and Declare. Got home really good at Flemington first up. Mm. Mm. Talking of chances, uh, Wednesday, um, our expert panel didn't give Usain Bowler any chance. And no, no wonder the, the punters don't want Usain Bowler. He's had three goes around here, and uh, the 1400 is probably not his go, Jules. And he's a milk drinker. As they reach the 200, Usain Bowler goes for home. Four links in front of a tiring, finally free Columbia late with Bravo Tango. But it's all the bowler. Usain Bowler, reads down, is going to bolt in. Won it by two and a half Bravo Tango. What was wrong with that? What How did I we say? go there? 
I say that. Well, you know, three say, goes, no good. Well, correct. I was just stating Off the Off here, you said Johnny Sadler can't, doesn't Didn't play his that horses that well. No, I'm good mates with Sads. And yeah. he was quietly confident it'll win. Yeah. But the biggest insult you can give a horse is call it a milk drinker. Wasn't There was a, a little clip there at the end, wasn't there? You know, yeah, that, I don't know who they came from. What, I know who it was. Who was it? Trent Masonhelder, our uh, illustrious uh, executive producer and uh, on-air what... presenter. Mm. Uh, he he whacked that in just at the end. Yeah, so. yeah. It was at uh, $3.60. That's that's when I jumped on, and, of course, it jumped at $5.50, so doing uh, some great work there, not getting <laughs> value, but uh, it won, and I got a winner. So, you know, milk drinker, unbelievable. Never call a horse the milk, milk drinker milk. delivered, mm, the milkman. Good. Well, it was a rough okay. week for our uh, our panel on Wednesday and not being able to put their um, their hand on Usain Bowler winning at Caulfield. Uh, it's been a rough week for racing this week. Uh, damning 7.30 report, uh, of course, um, about the uh, cruelty to animals and mm. uh, uh, their treatment. Uh, racehorses coming off the track, going to the, the knackery and the treatment uh, in those abattoirs, etc. What were your thoughts, gentlemen, in what you saw? It was a tough look. Uh, yeah, very graphic, uh, I, I don't. I can't really comment much on it. Uh, th- there are things in place uh, to try and stop all that. These horses did get through the cracks, a few of them, but uh, with all the horses out there, you know, unfortunately, some have to end up at the abattoirs. Yeah, I echo uh, tags there. But I want to ask this: the ABC's government-owned seven thirty report. Why drop that out in the middle of Everest Week, Spring Carnival, Melbourne Cups around the corner. Why now is the question to you, fellas. Are you saying that because they make so much money, revenue comes from gambling? Uh, yes. Yeah, exactly. Bite in the hand that feeds them. Mm. Correct. But I think the ABC's government funded. Yeah. yeah. It's government funded. I mean, I, but, but does the that money ABC come from? The still, you know, they've got to prove that um, uh, they're independent. And I mean, that's why things, you know, probably it's even more important that if they have stories like this, they do come out. Is that they they actually cement the true independence that they they say they are the ABC and there's there's no government interference there's no outside interference the ABC it's it's a a truly independent organisation so it's it's that, tough mate it's it's same as look at the other animals Peter the RSPCA I mean if you want to go down that line yeah look it's really interesting it, the papers are full of it again this morning they have been the last two days and, and so they should be there's there's lots of comment there's the usual people poking yeah. their head up and and um you know ha- having uh, as strong a say as they possibly can and, and that that's i i think quite acceptable this needs to be debated in the in the in the public uh, forum and you know there needs to be ideas thrown across uh, that are put in in print and live on telly and radio etc cetera, etc cetera. But the, I think the key ingredient when it comes down to it and some of this emotion dies down is, is one, the first thing you need is leadership. And, and, you know, we hear Barry O'Farrell coming out and talking from Racing Australia. Now, I haven't heard from Barry O'Farrell for, I don't know, since God was a boy, as far as I'm concerned, as the CEO of Racing Australia. He pokes his head up now. And on now people like Barry O'Farrell have to now lead this industry. He's the CEO of Racing Australia. It's time he got off his chair and led this industry. And if, if this is going to be his signature... Okay, Barry, you're the man to do it. Uh, Racing Australia, with all the other authorities in this in this state and this country, let's get it right. Uh, so that leadership has to come from the top. And if Barry O'Farrell's the man, um, that's fine. If Greg Nichols is the man as chairman of Racing Australia, whoever it is, okay, let's get the leadership right. Uh, let's get the facts. Uh, you know, and the, and the facts are there's there's lots of horses out there. There's lots of horses retired that come off the track. Okay, how are we best going to deal with that situation? 
to stop what is abhorrent to all of us that we saw on TV during the week not happening. Uh, is, is it going to happen to some extent in future? I don't know, but let's get the facts of where it all sits at the moment. Then we can put into place the remedies to make sure that the sport meets with what is expected from public opinion. You know, public opinion now should drive the future of horses that have come off the track. Um, there's enough people having enough to say here, but the key ingredient, I think, going forward once this sentiment dies down, and it will die down a little bit, all these things start to, you know, other news comes in and starts to take over, but that's where our leadership comes in. They keep it at the forefront from a racing perspective. They get the facts in and they come up with a remedy that is acceptable to the general public and to racing in general, that, okay, this, these are now the rules and regulations. Because there's people throwing around things at the moment that are completely uneconomical. Yeah. They, they just won't happen. They're pie-in-the-sky stuff. Some of the people that are having pot shots at the moment, I'd love to get four retired racehorses and drop them in their backyard. Well, you know, you exactly. know, so, and I, I don't want to belittle what um, you know, people are saying. They're, they're entitled to have their opinion. But the key ingredient here is once the sentiment sediment Sentiment dies down a little. Let's make sure the leadership from the Barrio Farrells of this world is still there and we get an outcome that is acceptable to all and sundry for the future of retired racehorses in this country. Very well said. And, and to be fair, it has improved in the last four or five years, this as well. Yeah, right. and look, yeah, TV's TV. You know, you, yeah. you, you... It was one, it was one, yeah, it was one-way traffic, what they reported on. and. Yeah. Um, that's the thing, right? And and when you have a look, and then and then you talk about uh, the jumps racing and how, like these horses are given another chance going over the jump. So it's and then you've got these protesters about that and saying how cruel it is. So I mean, where does it stop? We talk about Barry O'Farrell. Let's uh, have a listen to what he said on Radio National this week. Oh, look, I, I was appalled. I thought the practices, the treatment of the horses was absolutely unacceptable and I know Geraldine because of a former involvement with state government that they also happen to be illegal under state welfare, animal welfare laws. I represent the national body uh, Geraldine so I take a national perspective. Uh, we know that across the country there are abattoirs and knackeries where livestock including horses some of which are thoroughbreds uh, are put to death. Um, they're required to do so as humanely as possible. There are rules around those things that are legislated by state and territory parliaments and what I saw last night and what I heard in particularly from the activists who said they'd been monitoring that particular facility in Queensland uh, for some time, suggesting years, uh, is the question of why hasn't someone brought this to the attention of state animal welfare authorities, whose job it is to, uh, to ensure that their laws are actually enforced at institutes like this. This um, abattoir they're questioning in um, Caboolture, I believe it was, do you think this is the worst case of what we're seeing do you reckon the 730 report have actually identified where it's actually the worst case and gone there gee i'm sure there are abattoirs out there that are do abide by best practice they take a, a humane way to kill the horse but is do you reckon this, this is the it was a bad watch patty there was yeah. there was some bad eggs in there uh of of uh of the workers in the abattoirs caboolture was one and they did another one in new south wales too there was a couple and the, yeah. other, the other thing was though, a lot of the a lot of people have come out and said that not all those horses in in that were in the in the shots were actual race horses. A lot of wild brumbies. Et it was a mixture et of them. A yeah. mixture. Yeah. And I'm also hearing that they didn't quite match up 
the branding correctly. Um, I think they they um, oh, they they won. They got a few lot, horses yeah, wrong. They, I yeah. lost the name of the horse, but then one of the trainers came out and actually took a photo and said, "Hang on, this yeah. horse is living life in in this paddock." So it's a bit of a just, just I think they're just stamping on their own feet a little bit with their reporting. So, but it, it, it's it's an interesting one, and it, it's it's terrible to see um, what we did see on the seven thirty report and. As, as you said, Scoob, they're so well. I reckon we need to... Um, we have to address uh, it. Address it, yeah. yep. yep, certainly do. Uh, what are your thoughts uh, on our speckled text machine, 0433 98 11 16? What uh, are your thoughts on the, on the news of the week? Other news of the week we'll try and get to a little later on. Um, things are, are moving along quickly on Caulfield Cup Day, but uh, I think uh, uh, we all understand that that was abhorrent, what we saw this week, and it needs to be dealt with and dealt with uh, in the best manner Possible and uh, racing needs leadership, and this is when it needs it. Uh, and it's it's most important that uh, uh, the industry understands just uh, the public sentiment here is, hey, get this fixed. We never want to see uh, what we saw during the week again. Okay, time to check in with uh, Sportsbet now. Man on the ground, Richard Hummerston. On 1116 SEN, a Sportsbet update. Check out Sportsbet's racing specials this Saturday at Caulfield and Randwick. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. Morning, Hummer. A big multi-product with uh, you guys uh, today for Caulfield Cup. Morning to you, Scoo. Well, I said last week, this is the best thing to happen to horse racing in forever. It is the greatest product ever created, and she is going to be firing hot today. And I'll tell you why. I'm going to use an example that happened... This week at Moey. Now, race nine at Moey, nondescript. No one really cared that much. But how about this punter? He has put on a same race multi, and all he put on was $11. That's all it cost him. Now, he put four horses. He had one to come in the top three. He had uh, two others to come in the top three and one to come in the top four. His $11 stake turned into 110,000 smackaroos. That's how easy this same race multi is. It's going to start up about at 9 o'clock today, so make sure you get on because I can assure you there will be blokes boasting at the end of the day how big their same race multi was. Now, if you see him like Paddy Garshagan is, grains of sand, this is where this product is perfect. It's going to be big. Cannot wait to get around it later on today. Just before I go, let's have a quick look at the rugby tonight because the the uh, Wallabies are in action against the Poms. Doesn't look good, though, for us. $3.72, 85% of the cash on the Poms, $1.28. And he's the all-backs favourite to take out the whole kit. Can you do $2.15, South Africa $4.20, and the Poms $5.50. If you have a big, big day of racing, gamble responsibly. Good on you, Hummer. Uh, thanks for that this morning. And you can check out Sportsbet's racing specials today at Caulfield and Randwick. Conditions apply and gamble responsibly. On SEN, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and David Taggart. Yes, Caulfield Cup Day. Welcome to the Odds Couple. And don't forget, this afternoon, SEN is live from Caulfield from midday for Caulfield Cup Day. Thanks to McDonald's. Smooth barista-made coffee from McCafe. Available 24-7, midday onwards. Midday till 6, we'll bring you all the action from Caulfield. Plenty of action up in Sydney today at Randwick. The Everest, uh, the uh, time-honoured third-running of uh, the Everest uh, this afternoon. Paddy, you're more excited about the Everest than you are about what's going on at Caulfield, and that's oh, fine. I am. No problem with that. How do you see the Everest <laughs> up there this Arvo? Must be the youth in me. I came in with a spring <laughs> in my step and said, boys, it's Everest day. Yeah. You guys looked at me and said, what the hell? <laughs> um, a little uh, look in the book here, guys, in the Everest. Um, 
the th- this will be the third time they're running it. Arguably the best first time they might be running it underwater, which would be nice. Uh, Renzel is actually the best backed looking into the book. So a lot of punters like the look of uh, Renzel's jib. $9.50 you can get for him to go three in a row would be uh, quite sensational. But, mate, I'm telling you, they are lining up to bet on this race. Santa and Elaine's getting a stack of bets. Sunlight's getting a stack of bets at 15 bucks. Arcadia Queen. Yes, yes, yes. Nature Ship getting a couple of shillings at 26 bucks. It, it's just going to be an absolute corker. They're going to be burning the turf. Nature Ship's going to jump out there from barrier 12, go straight to the front. Santa and Elaine's going to pull to the back, and it's going to be on for young and old from about the 700 home, and it's going to get Randwick. So what do you like? Roof. You've gone through everything. What do you like? I'm, what are you tipping in the Everest? I am that far. Time honoured third running of. I'm that far in the Sandra and Elaine camp, Scoobs. It's not funny. Right. Is that I your, love this will horse. that be your better of the day later on? It will be my better of the day. We need a little bit of luck from Barry too. He'll be three back the fence. It'll, it'll, Zara will pull him back and then mm. get going probably about the 750 and then that thing will come flying home like an absolute steam train. Tags. Darren Flindell yeah. will uh, get no very, very up and about. Hey, mate, uh, just pull up a bit. Yeah, now you've been on prime time. doesn't mean you take <laughs> over the whole show. You know, we had a five-minute segment it's, it's to, to go day, through mate. the Everest and you've done four minutes on <laughs> Tags. What do you think? Oh, uh, mate, it's, <laughs> it's going to be a great spectacle. I'm going to love watching this race. Uh yeah, whoever wins, congratulations. Uh, I'd, I'd like to see Arcadia Queen win for mm. Bob Peters. He put so much into racing over there in the West. Uh, and, yeah, the, no one's going to die wondering here. It's going to be a true run race with Nature Strip. Renzel will go forward. Sunlight will be just off him. Oh, geez, they got, There'll be probably a furlong. They may break 10 seconds. Uh, they'll go that quick. But, uh, you know, I'd like to see Arcadia Queen. She'll get get back. And, and, of course, with the true run race, she'll get home hard with Santa Ana Lane, of course. Uh, Arcadia Queen for David Taggart, Santa Ana Lane for Big Paddy in the Everest this Very afternoon. Very in that camp. From New South Wales to Queensland, and with thanks to Racing Queensland, want expert tips, racingqueensland.com.au has got you covered. It's a very good morning to our great mate up north, and that's Sammy Highland. G'day, Sammy. Hello, Scoop. How are you? Good, mate. I had a look at the schedule of racing in Queensland today. I reckon there's 112 meetings throughout the state. They're everywhere. The- there's a lot of races going on, and uh, that's how they like to do it up here in the sun. They they like to have plenty of racing going on. And, uh, and Inners Vale, Charters Towers, Blackall, they're everywhere. Don't forget Wandai. 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 <laughs> well, got we've a got a good seven? meeting here at... Uh, we've got a good meeting here at Eagle Farm today. We're going to yep. go to Eagle Farm. Yeah, again do that. And ten races, and uh, it's, uh, yeah, it should be a good day. Ripping day, obviously. Uh, the big Everest meeting in Sydney, and then uh, Caulfield Cup meeting down there. It's uh, yeah, there's plenty going on, but plenty of racing here to to uh, enjoy. Steve O'Day, yeah, it looks like he might uh, hold his form. He's got odds on favourite in race two with Got a Kiss, and as well as the well fancied Cool Sequence a little later in the day. Looks sharp, Got a Kiss, doesn't it? And, and uh, that's a good race. Uh, that the two year olds up and going early and. Uh, yeah, looks looks at looks a sharp filly, and and then uh, uh, yeah, as you say, uh, Cool Sequence has been racing well, so uh, it's, uh, the the O'Day team is flying at the moment. And Sammy, uh, the Candyman flying the flag up in Sydney for for the uh, the Queenslanders. Uh, what do you think of his chances? Yeah. Barry Baldwin's horse. He's a he's a real warrior, isn't he? And uh, I think did he he drew well, didn't he? Uh, from memory. I think he drew. I think, I think he did, but he has to improve on his recent format, doesn't he? Yeah, uh, he does. And, uh, I mean, uh, I heard Barry speak, actually. Uh, there was a 
there was uh, Wayne Wilson and Will tonight uh, during the week, and Barry spoke about him. He said he's more than happy with the horse, and he expects the horse to run well. But he, he did say that, you know, he, he's going to have to be at his very best to, to run well, but he's happy with the horse, and, uh, yeah, so let's hope he runs the race. Beautiful. The, uh, the old snowy. And your best today at Eagle Farm? Yeah, like uh, another dollar in race seven. She she was good first up. Tempo was a bit all over the place in that race. And she's got a really good second half let record. She'll love getting to the mile. $4.60 on the tab. She's oh, going uh, to be hard to beat. Ryan Pug Maloney, just give her a sweet ride. And then uh, race six, number six, Stella Victoria. Trialed, trialed well at, uh, at Doombin. I think you can get $3.80 on the tab this morning. It'll run well. Sammy, did the collective heart of Queensland uh, just sink a little bit when Super Seth flew over the top of Alligator Blood last weekend? Oh, gee, wasn't it? Uh, well, you know, I mean, yeah, it was. I mean, everybody was cheering for it. And, oh, Pug and, was uh, shattered. He's such, a good, he's such a good horse, and uh, it was just, it was quite an amazing race. You know, inside the 100, he's a couple of legs clear, and you'd think he'd had it shot to bits, and, and that horse that Jonathan Munns has just uh, jumped out of the ground. It was uh, a great race, and, uh, yeah, it was a shame to see him go down, but, geez, he's a good horse. He's a, he's a seriously good horse. And, mate, what about around the grounds? We mentioned uh, there's about 400 meetings in Queensland today. Anything down at the Gold Coast, mate? They're going to get on there today? What about the Goldie? Let's head to the Goldie. Go to race seven, number two, Elixir, the cough mixture horse. Uh, he's back in class, has the claim, uh, and racing well. He's always turned up the sauce. He's 110%. So let's get around Elixir. Uh, no rain or anything up your way. It's a, it's, a, it's a good ground today, isn't it, Sam? It is. It's uh, good for this morning. They're expecting it to get to a good three, uh, if providing we get no rain. But it is a little bit overcast this morning. But I'll tell you what, I've got the shorts, the thongs and the T-shirt on. <laughs> It'll be a nice day. Oh, It'll we're... be a nice day. It's a bit warmer than down in Melbourne town. Mate, we're looking for a top of 15, I think, today for the Caulfield Cup. So we're envious of what you've got there up north, Sammy. Look forward to chatting to you during the afternoon uh, on our SEN coverage from Caulfield. Thanks, guys. Good Good Sam Highland joining us there. And for horse, jockey and trainer profiles, find it all at racingqueensland.com. Dot au. Good to hear from Sammy. He's, he's up and about in that uh, and good, weather and, up there. Shorts, thongs. And, and, and good a 4X to, can, I reckon. The old <laughs> Sammy will. But it was good to hear that he, uh, well, Barry Baldwin said about the Candyman too. He, he strung them six races together. He'd become a cult following up north and uh, his form's just tapered off. But mm. he's, he looks like to be, he's back on track for today. Yeah, one of the, a good trainer, Barry Baldwin. Great trainer. Mm. Yeah. Uh, very, very, very. Good trainer. Well, um, uh, good to chat to Sammy Highland. Got much, much more, a lot more to come on the odds couple this morning. Danny O'Brien to join us. On SEN, the odds couple with Simon O'Donnell and David Taggart. Welcome back to the odds couple. Thanks uh, to Sportsbet. Uh, big Paddy, David Taggart with me this morning. Caulfield Cup Day. What? Uh, a day it is, uh, Caulfield Cup Day. One of the um, one of the great races, the Caulfield Cup, over a mile and a half, handicapped conditions, and uh, world renowned with the international flavour we we have of it now. Uh, you can understand that it's world renowned. Danny O'Brien, we're just trying to get hold of Danny on the phone, and we've got uh, through to him now. He's got a busy morning uh, this morning, leading up to a, a frantic afternoon this afternoon out at Caulfield. But uh, it's great that uh, Danny O'Brien's. Given us uh, his time here on the Odds Couple. Uh, good morning to you, Dan. Morning, Simon. 
But uh, how are you feeling this morning on these big group days? Do you wake up a little differently to any other morning or do you just take it in your stride? No, look, I mean, if you, you, you'd be a little bit boring if you couldn't get excited once you, you know, do get um, runners in these sort of races. Um, you know, no matter how well you're going, there's plenty of times when they run these meetings and you're not involved. So, um, no, I, I, particularly a big race like a Crookfield Cup, it's, it's always exciting just to be involved and, and obviously you've got that hope that you're going to be involved in the business end. And the, the season so far has been an absolute beauty. 22 wins for you. Um, you know, I think your strike rate's in excess of of 18%, uh, which it's something that uh, you've worked towards after a, a, a tough few years. It, it, got to be got to be pleased the way that's heading, I assume? Yeah, we're, we're really pleased. Like we, we had a nice season last year and built um, a good sort of group of younger horses. We had some really nice two-year-olds last year. And, uh, and the most exciting thing about this season so far has been our three-year-olds that have all, all been winning and, and all measuring up and hopefully going to better races during the rest of the season. Um, but, yeah, you, as you would well know, that these sort of things are, are a couple of years in the making between securing young horses and, and bringing them through the system and getting them to the three-year-old season. So uh, it's really pleasing that we're, we're um, obviously doing a few things right because they're, they're all being very competitive. Danny, Paddy Garshagan here, mate. You've uh, been there, done that, got the T-shirt with the Caulfield Cup Master O'Reilly. How are you feeling with... Uh, Van Declare today. How's the confidence levels? Uh, look, he's um, he's had the right sort of build up for it. He, he's got a profile of a horse that can be in the finish because he, he's a lightly weighted four year old uh, who has run well in a turn of stakes. So um, yeah, he, he's going to go there with a, with a terrific chance. I'm really pleased that he's drawn a good gate. We've had a couple of runners in Caulfield Cups that have run placings from bad draws, um, Barbaricus and Vigor. Uh, so today I'm hoping we get the nice run. Um, yeah, the, the difficult part for obviously an Australian participant is to work out what, what the rest of the race means with the Europeans and, and this year the Japanese also. Um, we think we're going to be um, right in the mix with the horses that have already run in Australia this year. Yeah, he, um, but there's always that X factor of the horses that haven't re- yet run. He, he did catch the eye in the Turnbull too, didn't he, Danny? But uh, Miami Bound, you've decided to run her against the boys today. Uh Instead of uh, the ethereal, uh, what was your plan? What's your plan of attack with her then going forward and, and deciding to run her in this race? Um, we we obviously realised that it would be a smaller field uh, and it's worth nearly twice as much money. Correct. Uh, Phillies have got a reasonable record in it. I think two of the last five years have been won by Phillies, uh, and she's a filly that we've got a good opinion of, particularly now that the races are getting longer. So um, we, we were happy to tackle the boys. Uh, obviously, the market says that it's not. I throw up the stumps. I think she's going to go around close to favourites. So, yeah. Um, no, we've been building for this for a while and looking forward to it. And she's on the Oaks tra- Trail, I take it? Yeah, everything yeah. about her spring has been about getting her to Flemington. And um, obviously today's a big step. It's the first time she's gone past the mile, but you know, all the signs over that will really suit. He's a, he's a smart operator, Tags. Hey, uh, Danny, I want to ask you about your facilities down at 13 Beach. They look to be just about the best facilities in the world, I reckon. I had a look this morning on the website. Run us through them. Yeah, look, we're, we're very lucky there. We've got a, a, a wonderful property down there and it's beautifully located just on, on the back of 13th Beach there, which, uh, you know, there's been people, like Europeans that I've had down there and, you know, I've been lucky enough to go to Newmarket and Shanty, but on a nice morning when you've got, you know, two kilometres of, of beach there at 13th Beach to work horses, it, it's oh. probably not many better settings to, to, to work a group of horses than that. And, 
um, you know, it's a big advantage for keeping the horses sound and happy and getting them very fit. Danny, before we let you uh, go and get on with your Caulfield Cup day, a couple of horses just to inquire about. Seriously, Azon, good win on Wednesday uh, at Caulfield. Where to next? So, I mean, he goes to the Vars. Uh, you know, he, he Mooney Valley. Buys off and he, yep, except though. And Russian Camelot. Um, <laughs> I, I catch up. Like what I saw oh, about the Russian the other day. Um, what's he doing after that Ballarat victory? Look, he could be the most exciting horse we've got. Uh, look, he, he was born as a yearling at Tattersall's last year, so he's still only a two-year-old. Um, he doesn't turn three until the 1st of January. Uh, wow. As you saw at Ballarat, he's got a, a hell of a lot of talent. We're going to run him Melbourne Cup week on Oaks Day in that 1,800-metre listed race that um, Bounder Clare won last year. And, you know, he, he's, he's a, a very exciting horse. Oh, it certainly is. Uh... Danny, we wish you well, uh, Caulfield Cup Day. May it be a, um, a fruitful one for the camp and uh, in, enjoy it. And thank you for your time this morning on the Odds Couple. My pleasure, guys. All the best, Danny. Danny Ryan there. 18.6% strike rate he's got. The boys have just brought up out the back. How, oh, bullish, how bullish is he about that Roman Camelot? Roman? Russian. Russian, Russian. Russian Camelot. Like, very good horse. He's untapped. Thanks. I know he's untapped. A big spruik. He's just won a maiden at Ballarat, but... You've got to start something For the listeners out there that didn't see, do yourself a favour and go and watch the replay of it. Yeah. It is it is actually breathtaking for us just to win a maiden, and that's why Danny's very uh, upbeat about his. Damien Oliver came for one ride, one ride only that day, and it was that awesome. I thought the contribution of both of you this morning has been a bit lax, a bit lax, but think, now is you. your time. Now is your time. This is the time. A bit like Russian Camelot tags. This is your time, fellas, to find us winners for 10 races at Corfield. Oh. We're going to take a break so you get your breath back. Yeah, it's an easy meeting Then we're going to go through Caulfield. the 10 race card and the quaddy. Oh, hot stuff for Corfield Cup Day. On SEN, The Odds Couple with Simon O'Donnell and David Taggart. 17 minutes to 9 o'clock on Corfield Cup Day. Time now to start working our way through the 10 race card at Caulfield, and the man whose time it is to shine is you, Big Paddy, former student of uh, Melbourne Grammar. What'd you go through with? Straight A's? Oh, absolutely not, mate. Absolutely <laughs> not. Recesses B, B pluses. Failed lunch at school. Absolutely. Just sort of just got through it, hit the line hard, and uh, finished up nicely. Um, boys, big 10 race card. Very Still exciting. waiting for you to mature. Oh, spare me. <laughs> haven't come on in the coat. <laughs> um, we're, we're in a good four today, boys. The promo race is one to six. Caulfield and Ramwick up to 50 bucks back in bonus bets. One to six. One to six. Wow. Second or third. One. You like it, Tex? Yeah, it's very now, good. Now, now you, this is your little your time to give me my little intro. Yeah, for the listeners out there, make sure you get your pens, pencils or crayons and have your form guides be ready. He's just not excited about saying that at all anymore. Is now, he? he's just, gonna... now he's on the promo. He's, just, <laughs> he's gone up again. Just quickly before I do start, that same race multi, boys, if that punter took the uh, box first four, he only would have won 16,000. Same race multi is 110,000. So Big difference. You do the math. <laughs> A little bit different. Absolutely. Race one, boys, benchmark 80 over 1,700 metres. Your sports bet. Best back to kick us off today is lucky number seven, Arctic Shock. We open $4.18 into $4.50. Has her first look at Caulfield and is yet to miss a top two finish this prep. That's number seven, Arctic Shock. Number eight, so you swing is next best at six bucks tax. Drawn nicely. Mm. Very good. Race two, 1,400 metres for the three-odd fillies. We open at $9 on number one, ready, set, sail, and punters jumped all over it. 30% of all bets are on the filly. Ordinary first up this campaign, but she did dead heat with Flit. 
earlier this year at Flemington. That's Which one's that? Number one, yes. ready, set, sale at $7. It. Yeah. It's a yeah, good bet. Yeah. I, got good bet eight, I got the eight. Very good. Your next best is number three, Pretty Brazen, $3.60 is also the favourite. $3.20, sorry. It, it deserves to be backed in because it drew the outside the other day and, uh, and they elected to ride it cold. Draws well today. It does. Mm. Race three, 400 metres, the Gothic Stakes. Listed for the boys, one-way traffic for the Godolphin Colt, number three, Hilo. More than 50% of all bets. Uh, ran with the Guineas, win a Super Seth last start, so we know that form just stacks up a treat. That's number three, Hilo, $4.60 into $3.50. Next best is number one, Airborne at $4, boys. Hilo is plenty of people's bets around the traps today. I think that's a very risky bet, Hilo. Okay. There you go. It's going against the grain. Two bobs worth. I reckon it's a very risky bet. Race, race four, 2,000 metres of core field at Classic at Group B level. Now, Team Friedman settled up number three, Warning, who is most supported, stepping mm-hmm. up in distance again this prep and won strongly last time out at Flemington. At $4.20, that's number three, Warning. Uh, number nine, Miami Bound, as we heard from Danny O'Brien before, is rock solid. But punters just attracted to the better price of Warning this morning. Uh, Agree. You, you can get $2.70 about uh, Miami Bound. Yeah. Yeah, warning, he got out late the other day, and uh, and he still won. So if he got out earlier, yeah, would have won by further. It would race five, the Alingi Stakes. High-quality ponies running around here, boys. Most support has been for number three, Soothing, $2.80. Now, uh, struck out at Caulfield in July, but has since freshened, gone to Adelaide, got a little cheap kill. Number three, Soothing at $2.80. Number five, Vinnie Kunka has also attracted the pundits at the double-figure odds. as $11, and it's actually into $9 now, fellas. Now, those covers on Vinny Kunka. Yes. Don't, get on with your work. I'll, I'll look them up. Okay. But they look like famous European covers, family, famous European. Family. I'll look that up. Sorry. We'll sorry, sorry. Right. Deflect. Right. And right. Steve digresses. I, do, I digress. <laughs> Race 6, 2,000 metres, Group 3, Ethereal Stakes. Best back to 20% of all bets is number 7, Vegas Jewel. Open $5.50 and into 5 bucks. Two from two, including a big win at the Valley last start. Punters have black booked her accordingly. Uh, a black booked her and are betting and are betting on her accordingly. That's number seven, Vegas Jewel at five bucks. One at value here, lads. Number fourteen, Cape Leopard is eighteen dollars into tens. Ooh. What about number one, Oriental Lily? Oriental Lily, and you can uh, get ten dollars open yeah. eight fifty. So a slight little drift yeah. there, tags. Cape Leopard. Why are we Why are we all over Cape Leopard? Right. The punters, the punters, that punters mate. There's no method to the madness, mate. The uh, yeah. punters just oh. like the the cut of Cape Leopard's jib. Oh. <laughs> oh. Is that your new word for the day? Is it? Yeah. That's the, the third time you've get. Oh, no, it isn't. Maybe. That's the third time you've used that. Find me when I've said it, and we'll play it at the end of the show. Oh. Well, you've said it twice in the production meeting out there this morning. <laughs> no, well, that, that, that doesn't count. The red lights off. Uh, race seven, boys. Thousand metres. First leg of the Quaddy Group Two Caulfield Sprint, and the punters are backing. Uh, number nine, God of Thunder to upset number four, Miss Leonidas. Oh. Looks like the big syndicates are just holding on, holding fire on Miss Leonidas at, at this stage. So God of Thunder is best backed. Flew home to run second to Hummer Hummer in the 9.55 minute dash at the Valley last start. Five bucks into 4.20. That's a cracking race, the 9.55 Yeah, God of Thunder. He goes up to group racing. Couldn't win any benchmark. First right. thing of the quad. Yeah. You're uh, right, mate. You're ready to go? Yeah. Number yeah. one, Crystal Dreamer. Hasn't raced for seven weeks. I know it was an unexpected win fresh. Yeah. Um, but mate, she's got the runs on the bo- he's got the runs on the boards as, as well as Miss Leonidas. Uh, put the riding on the wall last start in the Moya, running second to Nature Strip in that. It's, and it's always a messy race at Moya too. And she's happened to run second in a in a Group One. And number ten, the three year old McLaren Ooh. Scoob. Yes, 
They've always oh. had a big opinion of this rig. He's a rig, this this horse. And tell us what a rig is. A rig has only one jack's, one jack's no, cracker. He's, uh, yeah. It's, one testicle's it's, dropped one testi- and one's still, still up, up in, in the... his guts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so it's. Not so much in his oh, guts. Yeah. Hasn't it, dropped. So how does that hasn't affect his dropped. running? Surely that would be quite uncomfortable, Taz. I don't know. I've, both of mine have dropped, so I've, when I go running, I'm all right. Um, <laughs> but uh, so the numbers here, what we need is one, four, and ten. One, four, and ten in the first <laughs> league of the quaddy. And keep an eye on McLaren. If you see anything drop there, you know he's back in business. <laughs> <laughs> they make it hard to gout. A fruitful career. Let's go to race eight. Oh, race eight. The Moonga Stakes, Group 3 level, 400 metres. The punters are putting their faith by. Number two, Royal Meeting. 30% of all wagered coin on this Godolphin. Two-start horse. Interesting story, really, boys. One is maiden over in England, then Group 1 in France against a field of about six horses. So punters are looking like they're trying to catch something here with a lot of potential. That's number two, Royal Meeting at $3.20. And next best fact is Tommy Time, number six, Tom Melbourne. Yeah. Oh, Tom t- what? T- that's got to be a misprint. T- <laughs> turn it up, Tom He Melbourne. has a following, Tans. He has a following. <laughs> you get each way money, Tommy. Yeah, I hear. Ken, nine in it, so that's hey, all right. That's hey, okay. Hap- no, Happy Clapper. Happy Clapper's staying up in Sydney today, so Tommy might be a chance. Eh? So anyway, interesting runner, as you say, the two. Um, hasn't been seen in 12 months after his two-year-old Group 1 win um, in France. Number four, Streets of Avalon, backing up from the Turak, and he's better suited back to this trip. He just fails to run out the mile, and very similar to number nine, Desert Lord, who is another better suited here after his Epsom run. So I've gone light again due to the fact that we've got to load up in the last two races. So the numbers here are two, four, and nine. Two, four, nine, two, you're leaving Tommy Melbourne out. Yeah, God, well, you can't win. He'll run second. Two, four, and nine, the second league of the quarter. Okay. As Trent would say, he's a milk drinker. Good you had Streets of Avalon in there because I've been reliably informed his backup record is Good, very good, yes. And, yeah, as I said, he just doesn't get doesn't see out the mile. Very good. We uh, head to the big one here, Tell Tell everyone oh. that before the Turak or after the Turak? Well, I didn't have him in any of the quaddies in the Turak last oh, week, gosh. if you remember. All right, we've got to get cracking here, Tags, because we've got the Stellar Artois Caulfield Cup 2,400 metres. Best backed as of 8.30 this morning is number 14, Vow and Declare at $8. We made an eye-catching ground in the Turbul, Turnbull with a slow speed, uh, and we heard from Danny O'Brien earlier that this horse is a red-hot crack to win Danny O'Brien's second Caulfield Cup. Number six, Finch, is the next best supported. Punters opting to trust the local yeah. knowledge, as we said. Correct. We'll give you the best supported international boys. That's number 11, Constantinople. Now, despite being trained locally, uh, it's internationally bred, $7.50 you can get for the Hayes Hayes. Yeah, 53 kilos. He's but, the new um, Tom Melbourne, Constantinople. Oh, is that right? Mm. Trumby Nolan, right, 53. You'll be in the sauna now listening to Five this. Five out of his last six starts, he's run second. Oh, anyway, here's the big one. It's a wide open affair as always. Can Hartnell win? Not from 17. Well, he comes in at 13 now, but I can't see the big boy with 58 winning. So it's hard to line these up as always with these internationals and that. So uh, quickly here, the numbers are 2, 3, 6, 11, 12, 14. Oh, you haven't gone too wide. That's no, a pretty good effort. Well, six and six in the last as well. You get some chunk in this, Quaddy T. You might get this one. All right, we'll go to the last race. Mm. Group two, Tristark Stakes. First time for everything. 1,400 metres to wrap it up, boys. The toppy number one in Vincibella is the best backed by Sportsbet punters yes. to take out the Tristark. 20% of all bets are on the Tatsdiara winner from earlier this year. $9.50 quote is juicy. That's number one in Vincibella. Next best backed is number seven, Bahutakawa. 
in the get-out stakes. Yeah, I, I, Vince Bella, of course, yeah, draws draws perfect to get the run of the race. Number nine, Jamaican Rain, flies fresh, but we'll need a bit of rain to help her chances today, though. That's that's the thing. So if the rain comes late, you gotta, you got to have her in the quaddy. Same as number 10, Nantali. Loves racing here, and especially over this trip for 1,400, where she has run no further back than second from four runs. And, of course, the class runners here are both Godolphin's runners, Savitiano and Putakawa, of course. So the numbers here are... Uh, in Scoob's favourite race, the mayor's race is one six seven eight nine ten. One six seven eight nine and ten in the last leg of the quaddy. Okay, we're going to come back with those numbers. All these numbers, of course, will be up on uh, our social media right throughout the day. But time for a quick break on the odds couple at seven minutes to nine o'clock. We'll be back, go over those numbers, and get our best round the country. On SEN, The Odds Couple, with Simon O'Donnell and David Taggart. Out of all the guys that you played with, I reckon Dean Jones would be the one that would think that he'd be best suited to it, Alan. But um, leave him aside and, and through modesty yourself out of the equation. Out of all the players you played with, who do you reckon would have been the most suited to T20 cricket? Uh, yeah, that's a that's a good question. I mean, like blokes like Simon O'Donnell, mm. um, yeah, he's a very good, um, you know, fifty over cricketer in his own right. So I think he would have taken to the twenty twenty game because you know bat and bowl, you know, all round capabilities. Oh yeah, he would have taken it by storm too. I reckon nice they would have had to put in another yellow chair. I reckon for him up at the MCG. Nice you to crowbar that hey. one in, Scoob. There at the end of the show. Haven't I kicked on working with you two on a Saturday hey. morning? Hey. <laughs> Isn't that massive? This is the highlight of your career, mate. Uh, okay, quaddy numbers just uh, quickly again for David Taggart. One, four, and ten in the first leg. Second leg, two, four, and nine. Third leg, two, three, six, eleven, twelve, and fourteen. And the final leg on Caulfield Cup Day, one, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Yeah, it's, sorry, guys. It's three hundred and twenty-four dollars. It's a lot of money. Someone's out there asking about my fifty-dollar quaddy. Mate, I can't get them for 200 so how am I going to get them for 50 So, um, yeah, it's 324 No, it's a little bit axy, but it is Caulfield Cup Day, mate. So if we do happen to snag it, we'll pay all right. Okay, SEN, we're live from Caulfield uh, from midday today for Caulfield Cup Day. Thanks to McDonald's. Smooth Brewster-made coffee for McCafe available 24-7. Paddy, your best around the country, please. I'm going to Sydney, boys. The Everest, number one. Santa and Elaine, the Freedman, striking at 26% in big races. Santa wins the Everest. You heard it from Paddy Gushag. Okay. Yeah, wait, you Just couldn't find an easier race? Giving no. yourself a bit of a wrap no, when as well. You, when your back's wow. against the wall, you're busted wow. down, boys. Anyway, I'm going to Sydney. It's a bit of an omen bet today, even though I think she will win. Race two, number three, Angel of Heaven. She's actually out of Lights of Heaven, who ran third in the Caulfield Cup. Angel of Heaven for David Taggart. Race nine, number three here in Melbourne for me. I'm going the Japanese runner in the Caulfield Cup. <laughs> Everest and Caulfield Cup. Oh, you're Murder kidding Day. me. There you go. Okay, Hutchie and Pickers uh, coming up with Off the Bench. Don't forget, midday we start from Caulfield. We look forward to your company then. It's going to be a cracker day, Caulfield Cup. Day. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. It's always a beauty.